Hi, welcome back to the Employment Schmooze podcast. I'm your host, Chaim Dasser, CEO of Paul Group. In this podcast, we'll continue sharing with employers and job seekers the third and final stage of the hiring process, which is select. Just to recap, the four stages of the hiring process are attract, source, engage, and select. Now we come to the final stage of select, which is the stage of selecting the finalists. Those candidates who passed all the above stages, now we're checking up on references and negotiating salary. Now, on the employer side, when it comes to selecting the candidates in whom they are interested, some companies will go with the best of the best, even if that means overpaying on what they originally budgeted for this position. And what I have seen in my years of recruiting is that, that those who can afford to pick the right candidate by paying a little extra, they get someone who can really make a difference. And after a short period, they don't feel anymore that they overpaid. The right talent can do a lot for a company. But truthfully, not every company is capable of acquiring such talent. So it's up to each individual employer. But there are more things to look into when you're down to the finalists. And I always tell employers, be honest with yourself. You might have found the perfect candidate, but what if they don't fit into your current culture? Are you really ready for the culture clash? Is your current team enough diverse to connect with and accept this candidate? So you really need to think about that as well. And when it comes to extending the offer, I personally believe it's more effective when employers leave the compensation negotiation to the recruiter. Because you might come off stingy by negotiating the nitty and the gritty. If you leave it up to the recruiter, then you can always fix it by adjusting the compensation and still keep the candidate excited to join your company. But as I previously mentioned, that when it comes to the selection process on the employer side, there is an element here called chemistry where one candidate naturally connected better than another. And therefore, the employer might pick one candidate over another. And that's perfectly okay. We recruiters just do our part in presenting those candidates that we see fit via experience and capabilities. The rest, we leave to the employers. And now let's switch. Let's talk about the selection process for the employees for the job seekers part. So at this point, you know about the job already. You had the interview. You hopefully know enough about what they want from you. And you got an offer. And maybe you got another offer from another employer. But understand that at this stage, you can't change your compensation ask because you find that the work is going to be more challenging. If they require more time from you, like add hours... Then you can make the case, it's not what you anticipated. That's one thing. But if it's the knowledge that you decide to hold back and only deliver your best if they up the salary for you, sorry for being direct, that never works, my friend. Employers look at this as being dishonest or too selfish. Everyone expects to get the best you can deliver. So if you got an offer, if you got your ask, then you cannot change it based on another offer as well. So be wise and prepare your ask beforehand. And be prepared for employers to try to get the best deal. They are, after all, business dealers. But you should have a number in mind and also have in mind what your lowest point would be so you can negotiate properly. I see sometimes there are candidates who have a number in mind. Let's say the candidate was shooting for 130 k And that's the number they ask. 
But when they get an offer from their employer saying that they were budgeting the position for about 110K to 120K, some candidates are so shocked, they don't know how to react. Didn't I ask for 130K? And they tell us recruiters, I asked for 130K, no? Now, if the candidate would know in their mind the lowest point that it would make sense for them and less than that amount just wouldn't work, then they would be negotiating from a stronger point. So I always ask the candidates, be wise and prepare your compensation numbers accordingly. You need to have a targeted number in mind and the lowest point as well. But you need to be upfront with us recruiters and let us know the real numbers, your target number and what the lowest figure is as well, so we can negotiate on your behalf properly. I would like to conclude here that during the last two phases of the hiring process, which is during the engagement and selecting stages, it is always advised to keep up with your other parties when you already engage with the employer with a nice follow-up thank you email. You come across as a professional and as a greater candidate when showing your excitement and for the offer if they extend it to you. Again, I never suggest using the want me more card by not answering the employer. It is a foolish game to play. The recruiters are pros and they know how to negotiate on your behalf. It's not wise to try to play the employer at this stage. If you are now at a stage where they extended an offer to you, it's not wise to kill all of the work at this stage. Leave it to the recruiter to negotiate. You, the candidate, should just show your excitement and act and communicate like a real professional. It can definitely help you when you build trust and you showcase yourself professionally for employers. Okay, let's recap now quickly all of our stages of the hiring process that we covered here. We spoke previously in the first part about the first two stages of the hiring process, which was the part of attract, where the companies, the employers work on showcasing themselves to attract the right candidates, and the candidates showcase themselves to be more attractive by providing an attractive resume to the recruiters and to employers. And then came the part of source, where the recruiters source the right resume to the employer, and the candidates make sure to have the right keywords in their resume so it can be matched to the right position. And in our part two of the hire and get hired schmooze, we spoke about engage, how the employer should engage with recruiters and how the job seeker should engage with both recruiters and employers professionally and properly. And in this, the third part episode of the hiring process, we spoke about the selection process, how employers should select the right candidate, and how candidates should select and act on the jobs they are being offered. I hope that you will find all of this hiring process information helpful. And now, let's go to a job advertisement. A well-known prestigious organization for special education that provides various types of therapy for children, their office is located in Brooklyn, New York, they are currently looking to hire a CPA to act as their chief financial officer to manage the finance and control all the funds properly and efficiently. The CFO should have experience in handling government funds, be willing to work hands-on, 
and hire additional help accordingly as the organization continues to grow. Willing to pay above 200k up to 300k depending on the candidate's experience, particular within the special educational field. Please feel free to send your resume via email to info at pollgroup.com. That's I-N-F-O at P-O-E-L-G-R-O-U-P.com. We'll be happy to assist you. Wishing you all continued success in whatever you do. Have a wonderful day.